0: for the next few moments, quiet your mind and listen carefully with your whole heart. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Now breathe out. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Deep breath in. Hold it, now breathe it out. Jesus didn't say you might find rest, or that somehow you'll find rest as you wander aimlessly through this life. He said, come to me, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. It's a promise. He goes on to tell us that he is gentle, and that in him our very souls will find rest. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. You can take Jesus at his word. You can choose to take all your cares and worries, anxiety and pain, habits and hurts, and give them to Jesus. Are you restless? Are you weary and worn out? If given the opportunity, could today be that day of rest? As you breathe in and breathe out, remember that Jesus is patiently waiting for you to come to Him, bringing everything that's weighing you down. Jesus is waiting to give you rest.
1: everybody. How's everybody feeling? What an awesome morning so far. Hasn't it been an amazing morning together in God's presence, singing worship songs, receiving communion for those that were praying for healing? Several of you came forward, being anointed with oil, believing that the prayer of faith would heal you. Isn't that powerful? Um, welcome today. We're in part three in the sermon series called Closed on Sundays. I want to start with this quote really quick. It says, because the world is full of ugly things, we need the Sabbath to feed our soul with beauty. Pastor Tim Keller, Redeemer Church in New York City. We're in this series called closed on Sundays because we are focusing on Sabbath, Sabbath rest. We're focusing on closing down our lives for one day a week so we can just stop and rest and delight in God and worship. For most of you, it's Sunday. Sunday is the day which most of you will be taking your Sabbath. Um, for a few of you, may be Saturday. it might be Saturday. Or for rotating schedule people, it might be every seventh day, whatever that day might land up or end up being. The point is this, that we need to slow down our lives to recover our souls. Because the reality is the past couple of years, two and a half years, we have experienced a lot of trauma and pain and loss. We've seen our Economic world turned upside down, our socioeconomic world turned upside down. Every part of our world uh, has been turned upside down the past three years. And the reality is, we are depleted. For most of us, when I say we, is for most of us, not everyone, but many of us are depleted. Many of us are exhausted. And we have used up all of our energy, all of our emotional reserves, our spiritual reserves. We've used it all up to get through the trials and struggles that we've been in the past two and a half years. And the reality is we were already close to burnout in the beginning of 2020. How many with me on that? How many agree? We were already exhausted going into 2020. We were already tired 2020. 2020. And when 2020 hit, although we were at home, we were drained, we were depleted, we were uncertain. The emotional energy it took to get through those months was difficult. And here we are on the other side of it, and we still haven't recovered fully. That's why for some of us, we've lost our energy. We've lost ambition. Do you know why there's so many job openings? And we think, where did all these people go? Is that we've lost our ambition. We've lost our drive. We've lost our energy. Now, anything feels like work. Anything feels like work. Clean the house feels like work. (laughs) Yeah, it is work. I heard you, but what I mean, like, it's like, oh, my, it's like energy. It requires, like, this double dose of energy just to, you're invited to a birthday party. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> people invite you over for dinner. Oh, no. Like, you're thinking to yourself, I can't do another thing. Even for, for, for many people, going to church became hard. It still is. The truth is, this still is. Going to church is, it takes effort. Praying takes effort. Like, I want to pray, I want to be close to God, but I'm just so tired. And, and this is the thing. If we do not recover well, if we do not recover correctly, we will slowly drift. You know how we drift? We drift when we do nothing. Nothing. Oh, first service, come on. Y'all got to give me some love because you just, you're you're just, I understand. I understand. It takes effort to say amen. It takes effort to feel that way, right? And right now, for some of you, you're doing everything you can to stay alert, but you're tired. You're exhausted. And if you do nothing different, you will slowly drift away. Drift away emotionally, drift away spiritually. That's why on Wednesday night we had night of worship. Incredible night, right? We talked about digging deep. Got to dig deep. This is the season to dig deep and, to, and to, to not allow ourselves to drift away, medicating ourselves in front of the television, Medicating ourselves in front of our screens, trying to numb the pain, trying to find an escape, only to realize and recognize that everything I'm doing is not working. That's why God put it on my heart to teach you a practice that will begin the process of recovering your soul. Isn't that exciting? I love it. That's what the Sabbath is all about. Sabbath is closing down our busy lives one day per week so we can rest and feed our souls with beauty. We can recover our souls. When I experienced burnout years ago, the Lord really spoke to me on the verse in which Jesus says, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? You can look at that many ways for me it was winning people to Jesus. What's the, pro- what's the point if I, if I pour my guts out to the local church and lose my soul in the process? But what does it profit you if you gain the world materialistically now? If you have everything but lose your soul. I met a man, wealthy man. He says, I have so much stuff. I have warehouses of stuff. I don't know what to do with it, but I'm so unhappy. What does it profit you if you lose, gain the whole world, but lose your soul? And so why is Sabbath so important? Why is this topic so important? Here, main point, really easy, arrested you is a better you. How many know that? The best thing you can bring to your marriage is a rested you. The best thing you can bring to your job and workplace is a rested you. The best thing you can bring to this world is a rested you because a rested you is a better you. Because I've seen some of y'all when you were tired. Anything <laughs> like me, when I get tired, I get cranky, cranky, irritable annoying, as my son would say. Dad, you're just annoying. (laughs) Temper. Don't make good decisions. Think about yourself not rested. Think about how you feel when you're not rested. We know how you feel when you're hangry. Think about how you react when you're hangry, right? You're you're hungry and angry. Now, think about yourself when you're tired. You're not present. You're not present with yourself. You're not present with your family. You're not present with your spouse. You're not present with your kids. You're not present in life because you're just tired. You can't think about something else to do, even if it's something fun to do. I want to go for a walk in the park. I would love to. I just don't have the energy. How many have said that? Reason? Don't raise your hand. How many have said that? You're not present with God. You can't experience the joy of being with God and the joy of being present with God. You're just not present with others, you're reactive. Easily angered. Am I reading your mail today? Easily angered. Sensitive. And I realized that a lot of my problems would be solved if I simply took a nap. But some of my problems won't be solved with a nap. A nap rests your body. But most of us need rest for our soul. And there's a big difference. You see, what I believe you're seeing in culture is I, I'm going to be, I'm speaking so prophetically to you guys. I'm, I'm diagnosing the culture and helping you understand what's happening. What's happening is there's an ache that's been awakened in the hearts of people and they don't know what to do with it. The ache is awaking. However, the ache can only be satisfied and fulfilled with Christ. We'll talk about that. Sabbath involves four movements. Y'all with me still? Here we go. Sabbath, four movements. Stop, rest, delight, worship. Stop and rest was the first two weeks. These are the things you don't do. We're going to talk today about delight, Sabbath delight, the things that we do. So let's begin with this important question. How is your joy? Sabbath delight. How is your joy? One to ten, how happy are you? How joyful are you? <laughs> when was the last time you really laughed? When was the time, last time you laughed so hard a tear kind of came down your eye? Because you're just laughing so hard. When was the last time you laughed so hard you... Come on now, right? I didn't want the kids to hear or the online audience. Y'all should have been here. No, I'm just teasing. When the last time you laughed so hard? Let me just. What's your what's your joy level? Are you going through life joyful, or woeful? Do you wake up and say, "Good morning," or do you wake up and say, "Oh Lord, it's morning"? If you're struggling with joy, and laughter, let me just help you a little bit today. Because two weeks ago. Weird things happen to you when you preach. Just want to let you know. Thoughts come into your mind. Examples and illustrations. And I'm trying my best to teach myself. If it's not in my notes, don't say it. A couple weeks ago, I talked about how God wants us to rest and stop and make us fly Like gazelles. I'm so thankful for Deirdre, who is here today, who stopped me in the lobby, holding on to my leg. I was dragging, Pastor, no, you have to hear me. What is it, Deirdre? Gazelles don't have wings. To this day, I don't know where I got that mental image from. I was thinking of a goose. I wasn't thinking of a gazelle, but I said gazelle. Let's put it this way. I didn't want to come out for second service. All right, here's another, another really good one. In 2012, don't be offended. I, I'm, I'm going to offend somebody. I'm so sorry. In 2012, there was an election. And I was preaching on how we just have to serve the kingdom of God. And we we have a king and no politician can solve all problems. How many know that? Amen? And I read somewhere, children, close your ears. Children, close your ears. I read somewhere that was running for president. All right, children, you can open your ears now. So I saw it and thought it was funny, but I had no clue what it meant. None. So I'm here preaching. It doesn't matter. And I'll just say say the initials. It doesn't matter if DN runs for president and wins. Jesus is on the throne. And on the back, Richie was back there. Richie's Hispanic. He has some color, but he turned white. I had no clue. None. I preached the whole message on D.N. D.N., preached the whole message. At the end of service, Pastor, do you know what he said, what you just said? I said, what? D.N. I says, yeah. He He does have a Twitter account, by the way. I looked it up. He has a Twitter following. I go, yeah, he has a Twitter following. He's running for president. I think it's legit. He goes, Pastor, say it again. D.N., Say it again. D-N. Oh, no. I did not say that. True. So he took the video and auto-tuned it and gave it to me. It basically was like, D N, D N, D D D D D N, D N, D N, D-N, 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 D-N. All right, one more. You want to hear one more? So, so years and years ago, a woman came up to me, but just like in the front here. Not I think it was this church. No, was it this church? Maybe early days, it was this church. She said, Pastor, pray for me, pray for my healing. I wish could you lay hands on me? I have a rash all over my body. That's the first time I practiced social distancing as I prayed. <laughs> Because all through my mind, I'm hoping this thing is not contagious. Oh Lord Jesus. In the name, I'll just pray for you from a distance. When was the last time you really laughed? Notice in 2020, NPR reported that Americans are the unhappiest they've been in 50 years. Now, this was 2020, and most people would say, well, of course it was the pandemic. of Americans were very happy, but 2021, they rated no change. People were still very unhappy. And in new research, listen to this, by Oracle, at least one-third to one-half of Americans have outright confessed they have forgotten what it means to be truly happy. 27% 27% of American surveys said they couldn't remember what it meant to be truly happy. 45% of American surveys said it, it had been more than two years since they've last felt true happiness. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that maybe, just maybe, you lost your joy? Not to bring shame. Shame. It's just to recognize we need to recover our joy. Maybe, just maybe, we've lost what it meant to feel happy and to be happy and to be joyful. And maybe we're looking to pleasures and to things to make us happy again. And we have temporary happiness, but we don't have deep, lasting, deep-seated joy. I truly believe that we've lost our happiness because we're exhausted and depleted and we have not turned to the true source of our joy and happiness, which can only be found in God. And I know what you're thinking. Well, pastor, I go to church or I do some things and there's a difference between doing something religious and experiencing the joy of the Lord as your strength. How, do you, how are you going to recover your strength? How are you going to get strong again? How are you going to recover your resilience? I'm going to give you the key. Recover your joy. You recover your strength. You see, Jesus understood that in this world, we're going to have trouble. He understood that. He said it. One thing I promise you, he said, is what? Trouble. Trouble. But he also said, I've told you these things so that what? You would be filled with my joy. Not just filled with it, but you will be, um, your joy will overflow. (laughs) That's exciting. Because joy is not necessarily dependent upon your circumstances. And if you allow your circumstances to deplete you of your joy, when you lose your joy, you lose your strength. I just want to tell you today, it's time to laugh again. It's time to smile again. I know you've been through some losses. I know you've been through some pain. I know you've been through some disappointments. But the word of God tells us that his joy is our strength. Now, I know we know that mentally, but this is a challenge. How do we recover it practically? How, how, how do we get joy? Because what I'm doing is not bringing me long-lasting joy. And that is 2022, the, cult, the culture problem we have. People are not going back to the true source of joy. They're not recovering well. So here we are we're in church and god has already created a way for us to recover our joy he's embedded it into our into our lives he's taught it and and he actually gave us an example at the very beginning of time and what we're learning is that the sabbath done correctly is a way in which we choose and cultivate joy. Sabbath is not a day off. It's a day that's separate in which you stop, rest, and delight. Delight. Sabbath is a day in which you choose joy. You choose to focus on the positive, you choose to focus on the goodness of God. You choose to focus on the blessings of God. You deliberately, as we discussed last week, unplug from everything that depletes you, and you plug into Christ, and you focus on the goodness of God. God has given to us an example and a practice in which we can recover our joy. Now, joy, joy is three things. Joy is a feeling, a condition, and a focus. Joy is a feeling. It's that feeling when your favorite sports team wins. It doesn't happen too often for some of you, but no mentioning teams, but I'm just saying, it's that joy when you go to a wedding, it's, it's easy. It's easy to focus on joy when you're at a wedding. It's easy to focus on joy at a birthday party. It's easy because joy is a feeling. It's also a condition. It's a condition of the soul. It's who you're becoming. You're becoming joyful, full of joy. But most importantly, joy is a focus. Joy is a focus. It goes beyond feeling. It's something that requires focus. And this is the thing psychologists will tell us, I I have it in my notes. I don't want to look for it, but I think it's 16 to one. We focus on negativity. We focus on problems. We focus on the bad news. And if, if we are plugged into the 24 hour news cycle, and if we're scrolling, in addition, what else robs us of joy? Not only is the 24-hour news cycle all the bad news in the world, but comparison. When we scroll, man, we are getting slaughtered emotionally and mentally. Young people that are in this room, please practice, practice limits when it comes to your phones and social media. Because your brains are being wired and rewired. The reason why TikTok and Instagram Reels and everything are, 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 are so popular is because every post you read gives you a shot of dopamine. It's like a drug. I, I, can, I, can I tell you how it really is? It's a drug that just shoots dopamine into your brain. That's why we are tied down to our devices because we're addicts to our own devices. It's true. That's why parents, children don't get mad at me, put limitations on your kids' devices. You have to. You have to. And teach them how to feed their soul outside of a screen. Because statistics also tell us that kids are depressed. They've lost social skills. Because. I, I'm all for social media I, I just want to be careful you know that I'm talking about limits limits because because we're lost in a world that's fake while we're sitting in beauty all around us and God is saying it's time to pull the plug that's what Sabbath is that one day in which you pull your plug pull the plug and say you know what I'm, I'm, I'm connecting to God. You see, Sabbath. Check this out. is a delivery. It's a delivery mechanism for joy by which we focus and delight in God's beauty. Isn't that awesome? He created a way for us to recover our joy. When we rest, we focus on the good, on the positive. We we know the world's for the bad news, but that one day we're gonna focus on the goodness of God. We're gonna be content with what we've been blessed with. We're we going to delight in the in the beauty of God. We're, we're gonna delight in the world around us. We're gonna delight in in, in, in in his goodness in our lives. Let me teach you some more. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 2, we read that on the seventh day God finished the work and he what? He rested. Let me go back. That word rested is Shabbat, which I've taught you means stop and rest. However, it also means he delighted in all of his work. He took joy. It's like when you finish that home improvement project and it's done, how does that make you feel? Like, wow, you know, we're redoing some things in our house and I I did our banisters over. It was like for me, I don't know how to do that. I just figured it out. They're beautiful. Every day I walk down those banisters, I feel like, wow. I feel like a man. Like I I fixed those banisters. Look at those banisters. That's the kind of joy that God wants us to experience, whether projects have been completed or not. It's a sense of fulfillment. It's a sense of peace. Delight is connected to Shabbat, which is rest. Let me continue, though. It says that God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had, he had done. He also used the word blessed. What does blessed mean? That bl- word blessed is Barak, which means to bless and what? Make happy. That's what Sabbath is about. It's about connecting, unplugging, and allowing God to restore our joy, and our happiness, and our peace. You see, what, are we, what am I saying here today? I'm saying this, the more we rest and delight and feed ourselves with beauty, the more joy we experience. Because a rested you is a better you. What your family needs is a rested you. I don't mean that work makes us tired, which it does. We should feel tired. What I mean is rested in your soul. And in your mind and in your heart. How do we do this? Where do we begin this practice? Let me shoot some points. Write these down if you are just it's simple. Slow down, right? Simple, slow down. Slow down. Have boundaries. The most loving thing you can say to someone is no. The most loving thing you can do for your soul is to say no. You don't have to go to every birthday party. You don't have to go to every event. You don't have to ask yourself, do I really have to do this home improvement project this weekend? Do I really have to do these things? But family's coming over. Who cares? If it does violence to my soul and de- drains me and depletes me, think about this. We think, I don't know why this thought came to my mind. we Busting our butts to get stuff done in the house for family to come. And then when they come, we're too exhausted to be present with them. Christmas is coming, and y'all going to enter Christmas. It's going to be a fog. Because you're going to be like, shopping. And then, then they're in the house, and think, you're, you're just, like, freaking out because you see dishes that have to. So... Dishes need to be washed. Okay. What's the gift? Presence. And then let, let's, let's talk about what do we do? We, we, how do we do this? We, we pleasure stack. It's a word to help you out. Now I'm going to give some practical points. How do we delight on Sabbath? We pleasure stack. These are some things. I know it's small, but check it out. We're going to go through this fast. What do you do on Sabbath to delight? You make waffles. You play music. You have a dance party. Get coffee with your bestie. Make love to your spouse. Some of y'all going to institute Sabbath like today. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, honey, you heard the pastor. I'm with you, pastor. Take a walk. Nap. Eat delicious food. Do your nails. Once a month. You know, that could add up, you know, over time. Go fishing or swimming. Be in nature. Watch the sunrise or set. Make a fire. Read fiction, poetry, sing. Go to an art museum. Go on a picnic. Play a game. Call a friend or family member who lives far away. Draw. Just do something. (laughs) That's not work. Delight. This is, do you know, God will take great pleasure when we delight, when we walk when we enjoy his beauty. How many would say, I would love to go for a walk on a beautiful day, but I just don't have the time. And God is saying, no, I've created a day for you, for you to delight. Today is special. Today is different. We worship. We serve. After this, we're not doing laundry. If this is your Sabbath, you're not doing laundry. You're not going to... Stop and shop. Oh, I'm sorry, um, Hannafords. You're not going to supermarket. You might just buy a meal. it Doesn't have to be fancy. You just go home and rest. You, you can go somewhere, do something that refuels your soul. Do something. So pleasure stack, and then focus on joy. Joy is a focus. And here's the blessing as we close. Come on. Up. Here's the blessing as we close. Y'all ready? I save the best for last. Y'all ready? Here we go. If, say that with me, if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, and what? If you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words, are you ready for the for the then. If then. Then you will what find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth. Thank you, Lord. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken for you, for you. Isn't that powerful? It's for you. So I know this is a lot. I know some of your your lives are so enmeshed and entangled. And, and, And really quick, how do I start? You just start small. Take six hours if that's where you're gonna begin. Take six hours to breathe, to rest, to be grateful, to delight. I can tell you it works. I know what it looks like to be burnt out, but I also know what it looks like to have to lead out of rest. Think subtraction, not addition. Because I know I would love to do this, but I have so much. No, you're going to have to subtract. What are you going to take out? Some of you are working jobs or other jobs. You really don't need to. If you need to, I understand. But if you don't, need to cut back because a rested you is a better you then then you get what you put in right if you're just going to try it and would not put much of your heart into it it's just going to be another day but put in some effort and time and preparation you'll get a lot out of the day remember the J curve here's the J curve things always get worse before it gets better So you might struggle for the first few weeks, but trust me, this last one, there is no formation without repetition. And you're going to violate, you're going to mess up, you're going to be days like I get. I shouldn't have done that. So how do I start? This is where you start. And this is a basic ritual, okay? How you start the Sabbath. So last night, if today's your Sabbath, you start around 6 p.m., Sabbath. This is where you start. You gather your family. We did this with our family this past week. Um, You light a candle as a symbol of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You read a Psalm, and we read Psalm 23. You bless the kids if they're there. You bless one another. You say a prayer. Lord, I'm grateful for your blessings. I'm grateful for all that you gave me the energy to do. I'm grateful for my home and my family, and my kids. I bless my family. And I thank you for your great love. Today is a day unto you and then you feast. You feast. You enjoy food. You enjoy the presence of your family. You enjoy one another. You laugh. Watch a funny show. Watch a f- we love good clean movies. We try it's hard to find, but we try. We laugh. We go on YouTube, this past week, we went to Gabriel Iglesias' YouTube channel. We just die laughing at Gabriel Iglesias. I don't know if you like him, but he's just fun. And we just laugh. That's how you begin. You just say, Lord, here we are. So can we bow our heads as we are in Sabbath for a lot of you today? Palms up if you can. Say, Lord, here I am. Restore my soul. Restore my joy. My peace. Restore my happiness, Lord. I recognize you are the source of my joy. Nothing or no one else can do or will do. I turn back to you. Lord, I pray for families all over this room and joining us online. God, that you would give us the energy, the help to put this into practice.